Welcome to the Man Talk Show. I'm Connor Beaton. And in this week's midweek mini episode, we are going to talk all about meeting your edge. So I recently made a post uh, about meeting your edge. And I got a lot of people asking questions like, how do I meet my edge? How do I know if I'm at my edge? Why can't I seem to meet my edge? What's the resistance around it? How, you know, what are the blocks? I mean, I, I got a tremendous amount of questions, uh, both on the post and, and in direct messages. So I thought I would tackle this in a mini episode. So first and foremost, why is meeting your edge relevant, important? When, why is it something that you need to do? So from a, a masculine perspective, I'm just going to take this approach. Again, remember, masculine is not about gender. Whether you are a man or a woman listening to this, you have masculine qualities within you. You can label it as the yang and the yin and the yang. You can uh, you know, put a spiritual term on it, like whatever you need to do. But the masculine is the, the part of us uh, associated with, with wanting to expand, with wanting freedom, with craving... Uh, direction and purpose and a whole bunch of other pieces. But the masculine in us is going to want to constantly meet our edge because it wants to know where its parameters is. And in a less esoteric sense, it wants to meet the edge. So you crave meeting your edge because this is part of our initiation. It's part of the initiatory process for us as men. Culturally, uh, from a heritage standpoint, from a historical standpoint, we have always had some form of an initiation as men. And in those initiations, we have met our edge. We have met the primal part of us. We have been thrust out into experiences uh, where we are forced into an environment where we have to get uncomfortable, where we meet life on life's terms. And, and we have to figure out ways not only to survive, but to thrive. And it's in these moments and in these initiatory moments where we meet the, the, the parts of ourselves that are actually required, that are required in order to thrive, in order for us to move beyond simply survival. I mean, at the bare minimum to survive, <laughs> but also in order to, for us to expand into a place of thriving. So if we, for example, want to develop a deeper relationship, or we want to have better morning habits, we want to have better routines and rituals, right? We want to uh, have a clearer sense of purpose in our life. All of this requires us to get uncomfortable, right? If you want to have an exceptional relationship, you better get ready to have some uncomfortable moments, some uncomfortable conversations, right? And so there's an edge that happens that shows up in these conversations naturally, that naturally emerges in anything that uh, that is expansive, that sort of fills our our minds, our hearts, our souls, that gives us purpose, that gives us life, that gives us joy, anything that that uh, has those qualities to it will naturally call us to meet our edge because we will uh, be met with moments and experiences where we are challenged where we are faced with obstacles and hurdles that we have to overcome. And nothing about that is comfortable, right? When we meet an obstacle or a hurdle, it's not a comfortable situation. So again, we meet another edge there. So the masculine direction within us is naturally going to crave moving towards our edge, naturally. And the more that we 
diminish that part of ourself. The more that we fight that part of ourself, the more that that craving moves into the shadow, the more that that desire moves into the shadow and the shadow will start to consume it. So if we don't allow ourselves to explore meeting our edge in a healthy way by practicing breath work first thing in the morning and getting into our body in a physical sense and meeting the anxiety that's in our body, right? Maybe you're somebody that that when you start doing things like meditation and breath work, all of a sudden, you know, just a tremendous amount of anxiety comes up. And so that's the real reason why you tell people that you can't meditate or that you can't do breath work, or that you don't like it, right? Uh, and so there's an edge that is met in those practices. And so we need to main, maintain these practices, but we also have to be willing to get uncomfortable. We have to be willing to meet our edge in all of these moments, in all these ways. So, so our body naturally craves these things. Our mind naturally craves these things, right? Our spirit, our soul in many ways also craves these things, if that's something that, that you believe in. And so we have, to, we have to allow ourselves and give ourselves permission to uh, consciously cultivate experiences, consciously cultivate rituals and routines and daily practices and habits that allow us to meet our edge. And this can show up in, in many different parts of our life. And so one of the things that I usually say to people is find an area of your life where you feel excited about meeting your edge, just naturally feel excited so for me, that's breath work and cold showers. Like I grew up playing hockey. I grew up being outside in the cold, you know, like <laughs> literally playing hockey out, you know, at seven or eight o'clock at night in Northern Alberta, where it's minus 25 outside. And I loved that. I really loved that. You know, I really, I look back on those experiences in my life and I think what a, what an awesome experience. I loved being out there. It's freezing cold, but I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to go home. I was meeting my edge as a, as a teenage boy coming into manhood, right? I loved meeting that part of myself because it was expansive. You know, I was doing what I wanted to do. I felt free. I had, uh, I was, I was pushing myself physically. I was pushing myself mentally, emotionally, right? I was in competition. And so those parts of myself were very active in being outside in minus 25 and playing hockey. And so today, I love doing morning breath work. I love getting in the cold showers. It's taken me a long time to get there though, because immediately there's a lot of resistance. And there was a lot of resistance to it because my capacity to meet my edge had always been dominated by the shadow. So I'm gonna talk about this a little bit. So I'm gonna talk about the two reasons really quickly why a lot of people uh, resist or uh, can't seem to commit to and struggle with commitment when it comes to meeting their edge on a consistent basis, right? Because your morning routines are just you meeting your edge on a daily basis, right? If you're somebody that has been trying to, uh, you know, have journaling every single morning or get up and do yoga every single morning or go for a run or meditate or breath work or whatever it is that you are trying to institute as a habit on a daily basis, and there's resistance to that habit. It's actually that you have a resistance to meeting your edge. You have a resistance to the emotions that are going to come up by meeting your edge, right? Because you're going to get frustrated sometimes. You're not going to want to do it. You're going to have the victim come in and, you know, you're going to have the inner critic come in and criticize you. And I mean, it's going to bring up a lot, right? You're going to meet the parts of yourself that 
are unruly, that are childlike, that are just a, a pain in the ass to deal with, that have no boundaries around them, right? You're going to meet the inner critic that that verbally abuses you. And so people resist these morning routines, these daily habits that serve them, that help them, often because they're, they are uh, scared of meeting this edge that they're naturally craving. But when we give ourselves permission to meet that edge, it's incredibly powerful. So just to just to finish off here though in many ways the shadow is is seeking to try and consume and take over uh, our capacity to meet our edge because that is one of the ways in which it fuels itself right the the predator within you the shadow within you the whatever label you want to give to it but it will take that part over and create very unreal expectations, right? So it'll either tell you, it usually goes to one of two extremes. And these are the blocks for us meeting our edge. These are the blocks for us meeting our edge. On the one hand, the shadow the, the shadow will take over and say, you can't do it, right? You're just, you're just a piece of garbage. You're not worth it. You absolutely can't do it. So you shouldn't even try. And it sort of installs this program, this, this confirmation bias that you're going to fail no matter what before you even start. And so the bar is so low. The expectation is so low. And your threshold, your capacity to actually get uncomfortable is so low that you have to start with very, very small increments, very small increments. So if you're someone that thinks about meeting your edge and has a lot of anxiety and has a lot of fear and has a lot of worry, what you actually need to do is create safety around meeting your edge, right? Because there's probably a time in your life, in your past, where you met your edge in an unhealthy way, right? Maybe you were thrust into uh, meeting your edge physically in a sport where you were really hurt, right? Where you broke a bone or, you know, where, where you failed in a really detrimental way that damaged you, you know, emotionally or psychologically, or you were embarrassed or you were rejected in some way. And so, you know, your confidence has been diminished to such a degree that meeting your edge in any way, shape, or form on a consistent basis seems like a completely daunting and overwhelming task. So you have to start small. You have to create safety in order to bridge that gap. And that might mean that you say, okay, I'm just going to breathe and sit and meditate for one minute every day, just one minute, right? I'm literally going to start with the smallest increment. So that is, that's one way to tackle that and, and to create safety around when the shadow has taken over your capacity to meet your edge and told you that there's no way you can do it because you're you are so small in your shadow's eyes that your capacity to meet your edge is so small in your shadow's eyes that you just have to start almost being sneaky with it and building it up slowly 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 and it's almost like you know going to the gym to build up this muscle that has never been used and is very atrophied right it's very atrophied and it hasn't been used very much and on the other side the shadow will take over us meeting our edge and it'll create such an unrealistic out of this world expectation <laughs> that we can never attain it, that we can never possibly reach it, right? I see this all the time uh, with, with men when it comes to things like meditation or breath work or, you know, doing, instituting a routine like going to the gym three, three times a week or, you know, not watching porn. 
they set this unreal expectation. It's like, I'm never going to watch porn again. It's like, well, you'll probably fail on that, right? <laughs> it's like, okay. Or uh, I want to meditate, so I'm going to commit to 30 days of meditation for 30 minutes a day. And it's like, okay, well, you're, you're probably not going to do that. Like, unless you're already a highly intense person who doesn't have any challenges whatsoever with committing to meeting their edge, you're probably going to fail on that because the expectation is so high and you've set the bar so high that it's it's impossible to meet that edge because you haven't trained, you haven't practiced to meet that edge. So how do you do that? Well, you have to start where you are. So if you're the type of person that has completely unrealistic expectations about being able to meet your edge and push your capacity, uh, and and maybe this has been you know sort of bred into through your environment growing up. Maybe you had a, a very hypercritical parent that really rode you and gave you a hard time and t- and always expected more. Right? You came home with the A, and they're like, "Where's the A plus?" Right? And maybe they're joking, but that shit still was frustrating to you, right? Because you busted your ass. So maybe you're the type of person that had that environment growing up, and so you're constantly setting the the bar of your expectations so high that it's very challenging to reach it. It's very challenging to give yourself credit for when you've actually done it. So where you need to start then is you need to start by recognizing exactly where your edge is right now. What's a manageable edge for you right now? Maybe pushing your edge from a relationship perspective is by being able to have a conversation with your partner about you know, the type of uh, sex that you want to explore with them. Maybe meeting your edge where it is right now is not about uh, instituting a a seven-day practice or, you know, a 30-day practice of meditating for 30 minutes every day, but by simply saying, I'm going to give myself permission to do this one thing every single day for as long as I can right? If it's meditation, I'm just going to do this practice for as long as I can once a day. And, and that's it. And to start there, to meet, to meet that edge and to start to meet your resistance. And this is the last piece that I want to talk about when it comes to meeting your edge. Part of the reason why it's so important is because a huge part of our initiation into manhood, into womanhood, into adulthood is meeting the part of us that naturally wants to shrink us, that naturally wants to shrink us in our capacities, in our drive, in our abilities, in how we view ourselves. It wants to shrink us from intimacy, from love, from sexual satisfaction, from purpose. It wants to pull us away from that capacity constantly. And so when we are meeting our resistance, we need to stop making it the villain, right? Resistance is probably the most important data. Resistance and reactivity are the two most important data, uh, pieces of data that you can learn how to read and understand and learn from and and guide you when it comes to working with the shadow, when it comes to being able to move through the obstacles that you're facing in your life. And I had to do this constantly. I mean, I think about something as simple as wanting to meet your edge sexually. And for me, this has always been something that I have been 
very much about. I've I've wanted to meet my edge sexually for. I mean, I've been in constant pursuit of that. Uh, you know, since I was very young as a teenager. But where it went wrong is that. I couldn't meet my edge in reality from being able to understand where I was right now, because for the most part, for a very long time, I was meeting my edge in a shadow way. I was constantly watching porn. I had a lot of shame around it. And and a lot of that meeting the edge was happening in a shame-based way. It was happening in a shadow way. It was happening in an unhealthy way. So it was me exploring things that that weren't in my relationship that weren't in intimacy that weren't in the container of integrity and authenticity and alignment for my life and this is what many of us do this is what many men do right is that we get ourselves in a situation where we want to meet our edge sexually or relationally financially maybe maybe physically we want to see what we're fully capable of and rather than pursuing that in a healthy way, we try and meet that edge in a fabricated, uh, illusory way. So like physically, for example, uh, you might want to meet your edge in a physical way. And how you do that is by going thrill-seeking, right? And you start to seek thrills. I did this one too, right? I wanted to meet my edge physically and mentally. And so how I would do that is by street racing my motorcycle or stunting my motorcycle in these really dangerous ways where I, I certainly could have died. And I mean, many times I can think of, of, of half a dozen times off the top of my head where I, I like absolutely was just right there from, from, from dying, right? From, from getting into an accident. And so that's a, a perfect example of the shadow taking over this desire to meet our edge and not being able to cultivate uh, that edge properly and not listening to the resistance that was naturally there in all of these examples. So you have to start to learn about your resistance and listen to your resistance and start to determine one crucial thing. When should you say yes to your resistance and when should you tell it to fuck off, right? Because at the end of the day, our resistance is not going to go away, right? It's just not going to go away. It's going to show up, right? You're going to get into the shower in the morning and you're going to think about turning the water to cold to take your cold shower like you promised people in your life or you're going to uh, you know, sit down to meditate at night or you're going to think about going to your yoga class or going to the gym or you know, having that conversation with your wife um, about intimacy or about what's been happening in your relationship and the resistance is going to come up. And you need to be able to cultivate the skill set and the practice. You need to train yourself to start to distinguish, is this resistance something that I need to say yes to and surrender to and not move in that direction? Or is this resistance something that I need to tell to fuck right off so that I can actually start to grow? So for example, Almost, <laughs> I would say at least twice a week when I get into the shower, many days in the week, I'll get in the shower, I'll do my shower, I'll go to turn the water on cold, and I'm excited because I've been training to expand my edge and and meet that resistance on a daily basis. But a couple times a week, that resistance will pop right up and I will immediately not want to have the cold shower, right? I'll immediately just want to be like, oh, you know what? I I deserve a day off. I don't, I shouldn't do the cold water, right? And the and and the resistance will be right there. And I have 
trained over the years and started to get very, very conscious of when I should say yes to the resistance, when it's something that's trying to move me away from something that's unhealthy for me, something that's dangerous for me, and when to say no, like, no, you are just trying to coddle me, right? Because sometimes resistance, when we listen to it too much, puts us in the box of mediocrity, right? It keeps us stuck in the box of mediocrity, of fear, of playing small, of being scared of our capacity, of being, of acting in a way that looks like from the outside that we are afraid of our own potential, right? That we are afraid of our own potential. That's what our resistance does. So we need to learn about our resistance. And if we're constantly avoiding our resistance or making it the villain rather than a partner in our growth and our expansion and in our capacity to meet our edge on a daily and weekly basis, then we are not able to actually integrate and and uh, work with that resistance towards our own growth and our own capacity. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Uh, if you have any questions, please reach out to me at Man Talks on Instagram and please share this episode. I think that there's many people that are trying to meet their edge in their life, have bigger conversations, confront their fears, confront their anxieties, and aren't really too sure where to start. And so if you found this to be a helpful framework, then please share it with somebody who will also benefit from it. So until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off.